The City of Kingston proudly acknowledges the Borong people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners and custodians of this land, and we pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Kingston Youth Services Platform 81 podcast. This is Kiss My Art, the podcast about artists by artists. I'm your host, Cece. I'm a musician, filmmaker, and actor who has gathered a few friends along the way, and I'm so thrilled to introduce you to them all. Today on Kiss My Art, we have Sam Hubeck. Sam is a lover of fine arts. His main mediums are good old pencil and paper, animation, and 3D modeling using Blender as their main platform. He's open to using different mediums that will challenge him and further express his creativity. Sam is also the 2022 Youth Art Expo winner. So, with all those amazing skills and accomplishments under his belt, I'd love to welcome Sam. Woo. Yay! Hello, Sam. How Hi. are you? I'm good. Wow. For all the listeners out there, Sam and I have met just one time before, and I don't know about you, Sam, but I really liked you from the <laughs> from the moment we met. I thought you were really cool because I saw you in the place that we work at and um, you were making pronoun badges and yeah. I thought they were really sweet. So tell me about that. Let's start off. Like, um, They don't have like a name. They're just called pronoun badges. Um, but I make pronoun badges for... They're for free at a bunch of different schools' offices. So at your offices, they're at council, they're at uh, different schools who've mm-hmm. even reached out to me and we're doing programs with the schools um, oh. and all for free. And there's thousands of them. That's amazing. Yeah. How did you start getting into that? Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to like... Oh, okay, okay. It's, of course, we're not allowed. We're going to keep it hush-hush. a company mm-hmm. that sells pronoun badges. Well, a lot of people sell pronoun badges, mm-hmm. but... I was wearing one of their badges and someone asked where I got it from and the pronoun badges that I was wearing at that time were like $10, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous for like a little, like, here's me, like, uh, a little, like, plastic thing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, And you yeah. can make them so much easier. Mm-hmm. So making them accessible was important to me, especially, like, in schools when people assume pronouns and stuff like that and having that was a little bit like a rally type thing. So we released them because uh, I was offered to make them. Because I used to hand make them and it took like... Hand make them? That's yeah. so difficult. Yeah, so Dude, I used, ow. Yeah, I used <laughs> shrinking paper. You know shrinking yeah, paper? Yeah, like yeah. the shrinky dink one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used shrinking paper yeah. and then dr- hand drew all the pronouns. Really? And I made like maybe 60 um, over just the time of just me hand making them. And then we, then someone at Kingston New Services saw mm. and was like... Do you want to make them like yeah. professionally? And I was like, no way, can I? And then they became like, then there was like hundreds of them sent to all these different places and I had no idea about it. And I was oh. getting these messages saying, oh my God, your badges are here. And it was so cool. That is so cute. Everyone was like pinging, like tagging me on posts and Instagram saying, oh, it's you. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that. My things are out there. Yeah. That is amazing. And like, you're like super young, right? Like you're, yeah. <laughs> right? You're still in high school. So you yes. are in year 12. Yeah. How old are you? I am 17. 17. Yeah. Wow. And you're, and you're doing amazing. Like these foundations, like you're building your yeah. like folio now, basically. Yeah, kind of. So, <laughs> so, okay, well let's, before we get too ahead of ourselves, let's track back. How did you start? I don't know when I started. Like, just art in general is, like, always been a thing. I've been a very creative person Mm -hmm. since I was little. Always liked drawing. 
I remember when I was little, I drew, like, my dad finding a dragon, and everyone loved it. <laughs> and I don't remember why I drew it or anything like that, and I wish I could find that drawing now because I really want to redraw it. Um, but, like, I used to draw just the most randomest stuff because yeah. I was a child. I always did. Your imagination has to run yeah. wild. Yeah, of instead of, like, going to see. I remember there's a specific memory, me in uh, kindergarten, where Santa was there. You know how, like, Santa comes in and he says lollies. Yeah. And I, someone had to come get me. I was too busy drawing. <laughs> There's I, no time for Santa. I have to, yeah. I have to sketch. <laughs> yeah. I was too busy, like, painting my yeah. heart away. And then I, I had to go see Santa. So oh, I did. That but, old guy. <laughs> yeah. I've just always been into it. And then eventually I kind of was like, you know what? Maybe I could just experiment more. And mm. so I started doing different things and then saw more types of art and was like, oh, I want to try that. And that's pretty much how my art goes. I see something like, I want to try that and I do it. That's amazing though. Like that, so, so like that jump, just like instantly just going into it. Yeah. That is so inspiring. No, seriously, like I think that's one of the biggest things like that stops a lot of like creative people. It's just like that fear of like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, I Have get Have you ever stuck. felt that? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. Because I do it and I'm so stubborn. It, I will try something <laughs> and yeah. I will keep trying till it works. I like to say I cheat in a way mm. because I cheat because if there's a way it's not working, I will always try other ways to do it. And I'll like, even at like my own TAFE when there's something, we're doing something because mm. I do screen and media. Yep. So when we're doing like art related stuff and we're supposed to be doing it a certain way, yeah. there's an easier way to do it where it looks cooler. I'm going to be doing that way because I know how to do it. Life hacks. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm always that doing that. There's always another way in my opinion. So I'll always Aww. do it. That's so sweet. I like, yeah, no, I, that's the energy you got to bring in with yeah. art because it's the barrier, the barrier of like, I can't do it. It's so unattainable. That is so. That's so unreal. It's not real. You yeah, because art jump. is all about like people how they view it, not really like. Because I just do it for like fun, and then <laughs> yeah, other people yeah. see it and they're like, yeah, that's that's good or like whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. So why not? Yeah. So you said that you um you're in TAFE right now. Is that I right? I am. Yes. So, what are you studying? How is that? Because you got some art stuff, yeah, right? So I'm a VCAL or VCVM student. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do a TAFE course, which is Screen Media Certificate Three. Perfect. So at this current moment, we're doing animation. Uh, we did editing beforehand, mm-hmm. and we've done like lo- logo design. I redesigned logos and stuff like that, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're doing animation. We did character design, which is the good stuff. I like that's the fun part. Yeah, yeah. So what do you have a character that you like? Yeah, my character yeah. is uh, a hummingbird who is just like cannot sit still and is really bubbly and they ha- they have to have an inv- like a power superpower for some reason so of the superpower super for this was uh invisibility because i thought it would be funny if you have a hummingbird going to sleep speed of light and it just goes invisible because i was thinking of like, the golden yep. snitch from harry potter that's exactly what i was picturing as well like, yeah. really fast and like soup it's gone it's gone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just was a really fun character like it's really bubbly and stuff like that oh. so i had a lot of fun doing that that's so cute yeah. like, is there any inspiration for that or not other than the golden snitch thing oh, really, really? <laughs> so that's the thing i kind of just like obviously I've looked up pictures of hummingbirds because I do I always do things with references mm-hmm. um, when it comes to real animals and stuff mm-hmm. and then I kind of just went along with it like there was yeah. uh, there's different shows with like animated hummingbirds and stuff like yeah. princess shows but I can't there's, oh. there's, I don't know the names of them I actually don't know, but I've, I can picture all of them look and I know exactly. We'll look it up, yeah. yeah. If you really care that much, you can look it up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pink. I don't know. And so, like, that really mm. exaggerated, like, eyes mm-hmm. was, like, my 
kind of thing that I based it around. So it's like got like a big head, tiny wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and just being really a very that's amazing. And like, how's how's that going? Like, I mean, you know, good. We haven't started animating yet. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the next unit, but. I'm hoping to convince my TAFE trainer to let me do more than what yeah. I can do because he wants to do like four frames and I want to do more than that. Yeah, of I course. can because <laughs> I can. Because you can. Have you done animation before? It's like, yeah. Like, so I did an animation for Acme. <gasps> oh, wow. And yeah. Acme, what did you do? I did, I believe it was called Nostalgia, was the like theme. I don't even know what it was. It was just like a, my teacher was like, you should do this. Yep. So I did it, um, which took maybe like two months a month mm-hmm. to do the animation um which was simple frame by frame no tweens or anything literally it was just frame by frame wow uh and then i remember me and my brother we i didn't go to school that day uh-huh. to go see the animation because they were showing all the animations yeah. and stuff and that was done uh that was when acme was getting rebuilt and stuff so it was done at rmit building yes and me and my brother went a day in the city and we just watched all the animation it was super cool oh. um and then yeah that's kind of how the animation thing started and then I got a drawing tablet for my birthday, healing on drawing tablet, and then became a little obsessed with that. And then currently I'm doing animation for my school's production, Legally Blonde. Um, and I'm animating Bruiser, the dog. Yeah! Uh, so I can make him do whatever we want. Because we could have a real dog, but then the real dogs, uh, just they don't, much. yeah, they don't always work. And then you got like dogs, tr- like dogs that do shows and stuff need to be there yeah. from start to finish. Like I did Wizard of Oz oh, yeah. for another school mm-hmm. and we did, cause I usually do lighting and types things. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we had a real dog and the dog, he was beautiful. He <laughs> you behaved. had a real dog? Yeah. He did behave yeah, for the most part, but he got so scared when like confetti Aww. cannons and things like that off. So my teachers, like the teachers, didn't want to do that. So instead mm-hmm. of doing that, we're we're Animating they, the someone found out that I knew how to animate. <laughs> I'm not in. The, I don't do media at my yeah. school anymore. I do it at TAFE. So somehow someone found out. Then they told another. Like they okay. whole class were discussing about me, and then some uh-huh. kid who do, who do, I don't talk to came <laughs> up to me and was like, "You know how to animate, right?" I'm like how do you know and then so she's like yeah do you want to animate the dog and I'm like yeah sure you're a celeb that's the thing people they will want this they want your art yeah does that feel good it's just a thing because I know how to do it yeah and they wanted a student to do it rather than paying absolutely which is fair enough and guys I got a little sneak peek of it and like it looks really good it looks really good that's the thing and it's really a little jump too which you haven't seen yet yeah (gasps) It jumps off. Um, I cannot wait to see this jump. <laughs> no, but like, it's actually just incredible. The, because the stuff that you're producing is really, in, like, really complex. Like, I obviously, I have no idea. I'm not it's in the animation like world. Simple drawings moved. But it looks <laughs> really? so. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Like, that's all it is. But, like, it looks cool. It but it's looks really, really easy. Cool. Like, in my eyes, it's easy. I'm not just saying, like, oh, it's easy. It's and like everyone's whatever. Ha- yeah. Yeah. But, like, I could teach anyone how to do it. Like, if you draw four pictures for me, like, I, I spent days studying how a dog moved. So mm. I could have it be a level of it being good. Like, people yeah. see the result, but they don't see all the work that went. Mm-hmm. like beforehand like you look up how a dog walks or you feel like how a dog walks and you see like the back actually goes down and then up I can tell you so yeah. much how a dog walks now wow. um, and then turning that into a chihuahua mm-hmm. um, because that's what the dog in Legally Blonde is I believe it's a chihuahua <laughs> yes um, yes you're right yeah and so I drew hand drew because I prefer to hand draw things than digital mm-hmm. I'm not really that great digital art only when I, I only do it when animating mm-hmm. so or when I have to in my tape so we do so I did like 
I drew out all the frames. Yep. And hand drew them out That's of crazy. a normal dog. And then I had to <laughs> re-hand draw them as a chihuahua. And then I, like, uh, like scanned my sketches into, yep. like, Adobe products. Mm-hmm. And then I sketched over them. Yeah. Now, and then I refined them and then I coloured and then... But, like, how did you get here? Like, I, obviously, I know you're studying this, but... Yeah, it, I is, did start doing it before I started. Really? So, yeah. how, what did you do? Like, for every... All those animators out there that are listening, like, but you know, that are pursuing this kind Just of career... Just do it. <laughs> Just do it, exactly. Like, I feel like I'm not... I wouldn't even consider myself an animator. Mm-hmm. I'm someone who knows how to animate, yeah. But I don't do it a lot. Like, the, I do Blender animation probably more so than, yeah. like, 2D animation. Mm-hmm. Because that was something I really enjoy. Like, it was something that I saw someone doing, and I'm like, that looks awesome. So I tried it. And then I ended up really liking it because uh, yep. it's a different medium. Mm-hmm. So I did that um, with the Kingston Youth Art Expo. Mm-hmm. I've never done a sculpture before. Well, let's, yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Well, yeah, you won. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. You're a winner, baby. Okay. So tell me about it. So what was the theme? What okay. was the process? The theme was hope. Hope. I don't know how much time we had. <laughs> I would say reasonably about a month. Okay. Maybe. Don't sure. Uh, my original idea was to go big and then I found that there were limits. So I decided not to do that. But I've always wanted to do, oh, people have probably seen them. They're books, but they're like carved into books. So yeah. it yeah. is, the artwork itself is a book open funny enough it's it's one of the original versions of uh a series of unfortunate events oh. so it's really old like the book is actually like, like yellow because it's like really old nice. so i made the book like stay open and then i cut out pages from a book i think from the same book <laughs> and then made waves stuck on the waves i made paper cranes so the original idea was paper cranes and then everything kind of came after it because <laughs> hope and paper cranes are really linked from the is it Sudoku and the Thousand mm-hmm. Paper Cranes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to do that. So I did that. The original idea was to do Paper Cranes made out of like different um, like materials. So I can make Paper Cranes out of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had originally, and I had actually started doing it. And then yeah. I, because I'm the type of person to start a piece of art. And then if I don't like where it's going to go, like I do like trust the process or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I do that when I'm doing normal drawing. But because it's nothing, something I haven't done before, I, when I have a better idea, I will stop everything I'm doing and change the whole idea to... Your process. Yeah, that's your process. So Wonderful. even if I had a week to change it, mm-hmm. I would have still done it because I committed. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. The book was open. It had waves. It had cranes around it. And then it had uh, a boat, like an origami boat, yep. and then a hand-drawn person holding a crane. Oh. And then the last-minute idea I had was, like, how cool would it be if I could put a light in it? So I was committed put a light in it you put a light in it yeah and so it lit up which I think is one of the things that really sold it because it was in a dark place and it really sold it because it was just a little boy lighting up holding a crane and then the paces was around yeah and then I yeah had no idea that that was gonna happen that I won Uh, I wasn't expecting like I because I was asked to do it like because I'm obviously linked with Kingston services you services and so um someone just like who works there was like yeah was like hey do you get like all you people like aren't here's an opportunity for you and I was like you know it'd be a little bit of fun so I did it and it was a yeah. little it was a challenge like the only reason why I do like pretty much art not only because I enjoy it but I mm. like the challenge like of I course. enjoy doing the challenge and like different mediums and stuff mm. so that's what I did that's fantastic and then one <laughs> and then yeah wow and like is uh, like after winning that like 
did that like if like impact your like, no absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> no, nah I'm chill <laughs> yeah literally it didn't like Do I didn't anything. have any expectations for yeah. it to change anything like I wasn't expecting people to come up to me and saying wow like um one of the things you when you won you won like the three winners won so those first second third mm-hmm. and they won uh like a certain amount of money to go to art shed and I remember going to art shed oh, yeah, getting yeah. fancy supplies which I had never done before Ooh. and I got really nice pencils which I still use to this day wow. um, and I'm obsessed with them <laughs> and then I remember going there and they're like oh my god I saw your art congratulations I was like whoa you know wow. who I am that was so weird that's so cool yeah it's the same thing with the badges too like people I see people Mm. around like my area wearing my badges they have no <gasps> idea who I am but I know that they're wearing like they don't know that's so special and it's that's like so special. the coolest thing like seeing people just wear or seeing like people that they've, yeah. no, they've seen your art it's really crazy to me that is really cra- yeah cause like you know well you know before we started this podcast we were just you know casually talking but you were mentioning that art is more of a hobby for you yeah is it right? is no I've unpack never, that tell me about it yeah like I've had so many people I even have like some family friends who do like art and they sell it I've never like everyone's told me that I should sell my art yeah. that I should make money on my art because okay here's the thing with the cranes sure. you can buy like cranes in a box and it's called hope in a box okay. and you can buy like baubles for like Christmas tree it's hope, it's hope in a box mm-hmm. it's like a cute little message or whatever cool. if you look it up it's around 30 50 dollars oh. so my mum was like <laughs> Can you make me paper cranes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And okay, so all my it. aunties got paper cranes in a box and I hope in a box. Instead of playing 50 bucks, one, it's more special because it it's is. handmade. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just cheaper. It's cheaper. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, it's the same thing with like framed origami art. Because it's yeah. handmade, it's so expensive. Yeah. But because I know how to do that. It's, it's just, just, just like whatever. So I'm happy like to do that. But I've never like... I don't even know how I would sell my art. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done art for other people. I said this before, that yeah. um, art for me is the... Like, as an artist, quote-unquote. <laughs> as an artist. <laughs> as an artist. Like, my biggest compliment I can give anyone mm. is drawing them. Because that's three, four hours of my time spending... Make If I'm making it realistic, um, which I have done before, um, I learnt a really cool hack of doing that. Um, and then making it look realistic and spending so long through the whole process mm-hmm. and having that mm-hmm. uh, like I've had friends who have like copies of the drawings put them up on their wall mm-hmm. and it means a lot to them because n- it's not just about like the drawing looks good I guess but it's mm-hmm. it's made so that you've spent so much time yeah. and like these friends that got these drawings were saying this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done like <gasps> nicer so than my whole family and stuff like that and I was like whoa okay because <laughs> I'm not good like I'm terrible at words that's the one thing about me which is why I do art and stuff like drawing Mm -hmm. things I'm such like a visual learner and a doing things type of learner which I think is called kinesthetic or something we're learning about I don't know yeah 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 so (laughs) I will like draw things out like I used to draw out my emotions and stuff like that um and then I like will draw out ideas and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. drawing things and drawing moments for me is something I'm so much better at doing like I remember drawing year seven I drew like faces of people mm-hmm. of like who were my friends at that time cute um and they were not good drawings okay <laughs> so if uh-huh. i was to compare them that imagine like a stick figure type face with yep. like uh your classic eyes with like round circles and the, dot the dots in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and it was just a face and that's it Mm-hmm. And so that's not putting effort in at all at that time. It would have been, it, it was made so like a draw diary type thing of my friends at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't put a lot of effort into it anyhow. And yeah. then two years later, if you look at my drawings, when I've drawn a face, you can, 
I didn't it wasn't a stick figure yep. for starters and secondly it was so much better because I had learnt so much more yeah and I don't I okay hot take but I think a lot of people <laughs> will agree with me arts Go. in school is not great Oh, because yeah. I've had so many I don't do art in school anymore for the pure fact other than my TAFE but I don't that's not in school in mm-hmm. my opinion for the pure fact that people see like my every teacher I've had in art mm. one of them didn't but most of them had an expectation of what art should be like so if I was to show totally. you like Pablo Potasso totally. and a piece of art and I have to copy that art and put my own twist on it I had like we did something like that and I you had to redraw the art Mm -hmm. and I remember my teacher saying to me it wasn't good because it didn't look like the art which is that's just crazy that is just not how it's supposed to work No, because it's supposed to be in your style and stuff like that that's the thing with like um with me I'm like I'm cool with like people copying stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's fair but if you're going to copy something, put your own twist on it. Totally. Because it's like, not even you're going to sell it, but like, it's mm-hmm. more fun to put like your own twist and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm completely fine with like people like ripping things off in the sense of for your own enjoyment, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, this is going to be like completely irrelevant Say to it. the people listening. Say it. But like this hoodie, I've made this. this you was, made this? Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> for context, it's like the sickest hoodie ever. It's got so like a- Highland Cow is one of my obsessions. Uh, and it's different <laughs> moods so cute. of Highland Cows. Um, and then it's got like yes or no on the sleeves. And I believe the artist is uh, like the type of hoodie. It's called Inside My Brain. And so mm-hmm. it's- No inside my mind mm. and it's got like different emotions so it's supposed to be so you can communicate using just the hoodie oh. so i loved that idea yeah but i didn't want to use their art obviously so i drew my own cows yep. and then i have like a machine well it's my artist machine and you can use my i used my own art yeah. to print it onto the shirt uh well it's a hoodie but mm-hmm. That's yeah. so impressive. I thought this was so legit too. This is yeah. great. You did this. These are your designs? Yeah. Guys, this is a live reaction. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm Father Gaston. This is yeah. fantastic. So I just found like pictures of cows on the internet. Yeah. And then instead of using an artist's work, you mm-hmm. can use like, uh, this is my recommendation. You can use like stock images and stuff. Totally. Then, like that's your basic thing. And mm-hmm. then you've got a basic outline. You change mm-hmm. it to how you want to look. So, mm-hmm. like, one of these original cows, like, had, like... Because, obviously, you can't find every emotion under the sun on a, <laughs> under the sun in a highland cow because that's <laughs> so specific. Yeah, yeah. So, I, like, had to, like... I, like, was redrawing them and then I was, like... One of them, like, the sad one, which... Uh, this one was looking at a... Um, it was looking at a book. Yep. So, it was focusing, but it didn't look sad. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I needed it to look sad. So, I just got rid of the book. Yep. Redrew the face so it looked sad. <gasps> So it's so sweet. So, I mean, like, yeah. art, like it seems like a lot of the things that you do, like a lot of your art, it stems from just your own personal enjoyment of it. Yeah, it's literally totally. like I. My basis for art is I want to try that, and so I do it. And that's um, see, that's so wonderful. And so I guess the next question I ask is like, where do you see this going? Oh, I have no idea. I've never been that's like fair. offered anything. You have no, Re- what, never. As in, like, uh, like a profit kind of thing like oh yeah, like i'll pay I've, you to do yeah. this yeah, I've yeah. Never, but then again i never put myself out there like that's sure, what i was saying with sure. like the kingston like winning that wasn't a thing like i didn't have expression like expect expectations of people coming up to me yeah. and being like hey uh your art's cool i want to sell it, it was yeah. i didn't have that in mind i was mm-hmm. like it's just it's a cool achievement yeah 100%. Totally. and i've got the award like uh, like i've still got the art and the award mm. on my like thing but mm. then other thing about me is i don't like displaying my art 
philosopher. Which is weird, I know, but like <laughs> for an artist to not like that. I like displaying other people's art, mm-hmm. but not in my context, not my own. Like what I like looking at my art, but I think it's just the pressure of mm, like mm-hmm. I. What I'll do totally. here's a tip for artists: if you hate your art, put it out and have it sitting on like I what I do I have my desk was made for two people because me and my sister used to share a room and when we were younger and so one side is where like where my computer is and stuff like that and the other side is my like art side I've dedicated art side um <laughs> and it's got like uh like a drawing what are they called like uh, a drawing like uh, board uh, thing the uh platform well, not a platform uh, yeah a platform that you can like stick up absolutely like a canvas yeah people know this right yeah. <laughs> an easel for your desk yep. kind of thing and i whenever i like do art that i don't like oh like i'm not a big fan of i will instead of like throwing an eye which mm-hmm. admittedly i have done before of course sometimes you look at we it all and you're have. like oh my yeah. god yeah. but if it's something like it's tolerable. To- mm-hmm. Tolerable? Yeah. Yeah, that word. Um, I will open up that page and I will leave it sitting open. Now, I don't do this to flex to other people mm-hmm. saying like that. Like, it's your room. Come, yeah. yeah, who's going to know? Yeah. yeah. I do it so I can look at it. Totally. Because people say, like, you look at something, like, a lot of times you'll, mm-hmm. you'll hate see. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you spend hours on a work, you won't like it. Totally. But if you're walking through your room and you come in and you see it, like, in the corner and you're like, well that looks pretty decent like it's okay your view will change over time which is why I leave my art out and I recommend people do this that is so smart actually leave your art out like don't hang it up you don't have to hang it up like close the book every now and again but like flick through your art every now and again Mm. flick through your old art Mm. because you will see the progress like I saw the progress and I like don't view my art as being amazing I view it as like my I don't view it compared to other people you should never view your art compared to others it should be compared to your old self totally so your different types thing which I think is why I like mixing up so much because it's different ways of doing things and it's not always like like I've done traditional drawing for the longest time but there's always like different ways of doing things absolutely I think it's a different like that's a fantastic keeping things fresh yeah you gotta keep yourself fresh exactly yeah. and it's yeah you're definitely right when you're working on a piece for too long you drive yourself crazy yeah you, you do it doesn't look real anymore it's like looking at a word too long it doesn't look like a word no exactly same thing. that's a really good tip I'm actually gonna use that because I feel yeah. like that applies to a lot of like just everyday things you're like oh my god that was terrible and you're you like, need oh. to view it as a different light like even like this will sound crazy mm. but looking if you were to do a handstand and looking at your art from upside down, you will view it differently. Is that what you've it's done like, before? No, I've never done upside down. <laughs> yeah. But I've done it like looking, like sitting on the floor and they, like yeah. looking at it and stuff, like looking at different perspectives and stuff like that. Not only can it help like flipping your drawing, like taking a photo of your drawing and viewing yeah. it through your phone can look so much different totally. than viewing it so like in real life. So I often take photos of my art, not only to keep track, but also so I can see what it looks like from mm-hmm. the perspective of like being under a phone or like how other people view my art in a way. Because yeah. everyone views it differently so having those different perspectives if you're ever stuck on doing like a type of art if you look at different perspectives and stuff like that you will see it differently exactly so because yeah and that can help progress an artwork Mm -hmm. or can help you like an artwork because you're like actually the me it may look bad but the meaning is amazing like you could like that or you could like be like well if i was to connect to this line and this line Mm. it will look more so like this may not be my original plan but Mm -hmm. it looks better in my opinion and stuff like that like i've changed drawings last minute all the time that's good you always got to keep you're right keep it fresh i go with gut feeling i don't absolutely i barely plan things. that's good well i mean like my next question is do you have anything planned 
As in... Like, in the future? In the future, like, in, like... Other the, than the animation that I'm currently doing? Yeah, oh, like, okay. I'm talking, like, I'm talking, you've graduated high school. What are we doing? Do you, oh. Have you even thought about it? Like, where are we at? See, the crazy thing is, I like my art as a hobby. Like, yeah. I don't see it as a job. Totally. And I think, if I was, even though it would be, like, a job I enjoy, mm. I, th- I would be the type of person to be, like, I won't like it anymore. Yeah. Because it would become a chore. Yeah. And, like, there's been times where I've stopped drawing because people I've shown people like for a while I stopped showing people my art mm. because people see it and then they think it's so good and they're like you should yeah. sell it yeah literally yeah. you should sell it <laughs> but yeah. like it becomes a chore and I never want I don't want it to come a chore no, that pressure it, yeah. yeah you put pressure on it and then you want to enjoy it exactly which I don't want what a profound what a profound like thought you've had at such a young age and no <laughs> and it's like absolutely true because it's something I enjoy and I don't want that ruined no Oh, that's so special. No, exactly. It's like a special thing that you want that you have and you're like, I don't want to taint this with money and like Yeah. I just see it as a hobby, being honest. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's just like if people ask me to do things like sure. the animation and stuff, I'll do it because it's a bit of a challenge and mm. like it's a different way of doing it compared mm. to just doing it for fun. Yeah. It's got like a little bit of pressure, which is sometimes good every now mm. and again. But it's not like I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's aside from being told that, what's oh wait, is that kind of what we answered before not really okay we'll, we'll f- pretend this never happened okay <laughs> now um well as an artist as a quote-unquote artist yeah what is another what's like something that you are just so absolutely tired of hearing from people um the other than the like sell your art mm-hmm. the expectations of people because yeah. if you show so, like as I said before, stop showing people art for the reason of, mm. especially older people, like uh, yep. because everyone has such a different view of art. If I was to show you a traditional picture of an art, you will view it as if it's based off something. You're going to view it based off to that because you're going to compare, which is normal, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But people will view it as rather than your technique or your idea of the art, they'll mm-hmm. view it as like what it's supposed to be. So like mm. if I was to draw something abstract, people will be like, what? Like it's yeah, is it supposed is to be an art? Like yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be like an art. Like say if it's a different take on like drawing an eye or something, people will see it as it's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like an art because your brain's gonna be like it's an eye. It doesn't look like an eye. Sure. So that's like fair enough. Which is part of the reason why I started doing Blender because Blender people don't have the expectations because not a lot. Like a lot of people use it, but not a lot of people use it uh, in like at least like my friends or mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Blender is a free. 3d software yeah so anyone can do it and it's it's not i wouldn't say it's that hard to learn like the basics it's not that hard mm-hmm. uh but it was like a thing where i saw someone do it and i wanted to do it yeah literally the same um and so when i was showing people that it became less repetitive because one it was new and especially to older people they don't know what that is mm-hmm. so it's more impressive because they don't have the um like they don't compare it to something because i've never seen anything like that yeah. before so and it's more fun for me because it's switching it up mm-hmm. and you could do so much more because yeah. it's, if it's a digital program like traditional art you've got limits yeah. right so with like digital mm. I could do like pretty much anything but keep the them on their toes limit yeah. yeah so I think that's one of my biggest things like expectations is like mm. yeah if like someone tells you to do like it's supposed to look a certain way it's yeah. not it's art it's actually yeah if you want me to be an artist let me yeah. be an artist and like telling people your art is good is one thing but also like i think it's good to show your art off but it's also like sometimes it's good to have 
like a separate thing for when you're just like sketching and stuff like that. Mm Because otherwise you put pressure on yourself that it has to be good Mm -hmm. when you're showing people. Yeah. And then you're constantly getting, it's good, it's good, it's good. Because like those are the people, they're going to say your art is good. So you're never going to have that where you can be like, because obviously you're going to view your art negative. Everyone does. Everyone's like, yeah, I hate this or like whatever. Like Mm -hmm. everyone does that. But instead of like, it's the same thing I said before, like viewing it as your progress and not as Mm. comparing it. Yeah, because I think that's just a really important thing. Absolutely, because you kind of lose track of it, and then you can just like keep going mm. and making progression and looking back at your old work rather than uh, like making it so you hear compliments. You're relying on other people to compliment your art, Absolutely. which is like not the greatest thing. Because then you can like, there's not much you can do with that. Like no. you can add it. Like if someone says something is good mm-hmm. or bad when it comes to art. Could be bad for some people. Could be good. Could be good. It, it depends. Absolutely, on it's so subjective. Yeah, and that's is, the magic of art, yeah, isn't it? It is. Anyone, it, it could be good to some people. It could be bad to some people. Yeah, but if it's good to you, that's all that matters. Yeah, you can show someone you're proud of. I think that's having it uh, like having it in the perspective of like your art, how it's like. No mm-hmm. matter if it's like bad, but the technique is good or anything like that. Yeah, you can show people that. I think that's what we should normalise, showing people bad on. Like, yeah, purposely, purposely do it bad and see if people say good. Because they will. Because they will. Because yeah. it's art. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. You know what? And that is the perfect way to end this podcast. Yeah. I like that. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on to Kiss My thank Art. Thank you for having me. It was seriously, like, you have, like, such, such a breath of fresh air you are and, like, I'm really excited to see where you go with all your art stuff. Like we'll find it, out. Well, exactly. And like nobody give the money. Nobody give him money. <laughs> he will not accept it. But no, I'll do everything for free. <laughs> Sam, thank you for coming on to the show. I hope you have a lovely thank you for day. Having me. Yay! And um, good luck with everything in the future. Thank you. See you later. If anything we covered today causes you any questions or concerns, please contact Lifeline on 13114 or Kids Helpline on 1800-55-1800 or Headspace on 1800-650-890. Don't be afraid to reach out.